Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin off until Thursday. Susie Cool from our news team is in. And Susie, no doubt you love the uh, movie business, right? Mm Mm-hmm big movie fan and all these television series and Pittsburgh is a hotbed for the film industry. We mentioned the Jeremy Renner show that they were filming in Millville yesterday at the BP. I want to introduce you to the executive director of the Pittsburgh film office, Don Keezer. Don, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. They've been uh, in and around town for a while. Nice to see, by the way, Jeremy Renner back after his horrific accident and, and working here in Pittsburgh. Oh, we're so thrilled and happy that Mr. Renner's okay. Even more happy they're back in town and putting those over 450 local Pittsburghers to work on a daily basis too. So it's, it's, it's good. And the sun's out today, as you mentioned, so it's going to be another great day in Southwestern Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, and Don, it seems like, you know, it's getting better for the film industry here in Pittsburgh. So what are some other projects that are going along uh, on right now? Uh, Mayor of Kingstown is the only show that's here filming right now since the strike that happened last year, which was the first time all three guilds, our Screen Actors Guild and the Writers Guild, were both on strike at the exact same time. The Directors Guild had settled, of course. So it's taking a minute to restart the industry. It's not like starting a car. It's more like starting a factory. (laughs) So they've got to get all the pieces in place. So we're starting to get more phone calls. We do expect to see American Rust, which is the Jeff Daniels show for Mm -hmm. season three back here this spring. Um, and they're in the process of getting ready to air season two. It'll be on Amazon this time. So it's just taking a minute to get it all started. That was going to be my follow-up is when can you expect to start to see more shows being back and filmed in Pittsburgh? Well, we would have a lot more. We just really, the, the limitation in Pennsylvania, the film tax credit program, which makes me sound like a broken record. And it's currently budgeted at $100 million, which is where Governor Shapiro left it in his current budget uh, for twenty. 324, which is the budget he released last week. But we're competing globally and we're completing United States domestically with mm-hmm. there's 42 states that have some sort of incentive program. New Jersey's at 450 million. New York's at 710 million. The uh, And of course, Georgia's a 30% uncapped credit. And they did $6.6 billion worth of business last year. So we have an opportunity in Pennsylvania to grow this business. We're just going to need help from the legislators to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don, explain how that works, because people hear that and they think, oh, it's free money from the state, but that's not exactly how the mechanics of the tax credit operate. No, and it's pretty simple, and thank you for asking that question. This this is 
this is work that comes to the state we wouldn't have otherwise. So it's not money we'd be spending. We basically give them 25 cents back on every dollar they spend while they are filming in Pennsylvania. There's a lot of rules and regulations that surround the program, including everything they rent or purchase has to come from a Pennsylvania business. We've trained up over four and a half full crews here in southwestern PA and have trained more with our successful workforce training program, uh, Create PA, so that we have people here ready to go to work on these shows so they can hire as many locals as possible and we keep growing that segment of the industry. But for the credit, they apply. They say they're going to make this movie. And as long as they spend 60% of their budget here, we agree. We allocate tax credits for them on behalf of the Commonwealth up to that $100 million cap. Once they've done They've finished their project. Once they've done, they're done spending money. They're completely finished with this whole deal. They have to be audited by an outside auditor. They have to turn their paperwork into the Department of Community and Economic Development, which reviews it. Then the Department of Revenue reviews it. And then they get a certificate for their tax credits of 25 cents on every dollar they've spent, up to the amount that we agreed to in the original contract. We know every dime they spend. We know how many people they hire. We know how many cars they rent. We know how many copy machines they took. Like, it's every dime is checked. It's a very good program and gets a great return on investment to Pennsylvania taxpayers. So what is the economic impact here in southwestern Pennsylvania? We've been averaging $150 million per year every year, with the exception of this past year, given the strike that stopped all the work in March. Um, it's totals over $2.5 billion to southwestern Pennsylvania's economy based on the audited financial statements. That t- We've had over 200 projects film here, and there's more that want to come. We get calls all the time, but right now, given we're all waiting for the new budget in July, Pennsylvania's put out a closed for business sign because we don't have film tax credits that we can allocate for work that wants to come in right now. Is there any way to change that short term? We keep hoping. Uh, We keep hoping. uh, You know, the governor's office has said they're supportive of the industry and supportive of helping figure out a solution moving forward, as has our legislators. So we're still working out that magic formula that's going to put it all together to get work happening right now and and keep the program operational on a full 365 days. The good news is people want to come to Pennsylvania. The great news is they want to be in southwestern Pennsylvania. They love it here, and it does help that we're 30% cheaper than our friends on the eastern side of the state. Yeah, big so time. So they want to come here. We have amazing crew, amazing locations, and we help them get their work done. We're one of the film-friendliest places in the in the Commonwealth and the world, really. If you look at it, like Christian Bale's been here three times. They come back because they like it here so much. And the people on Mayor of Kingstown that are here right now, they're loving southwestern PA. They love the welcome they're getting from our communities. So please keep being film-friendly and and welcoming these projects. It helps everything. Speaking of being friendly, a watch party for the Oscars next month. Can you get into detail about that? Well, our event is called Lights, Glamour, Action, and it's on March 9th, the night before the Oscars. So we celebrate early, but it's a way to celebrate our southwestern Pennsylvania film industry. Everyone is invited. Come and join the fun and meet our crew. They will be there and you can hear about what they do and how they work and have some fun. We have great music. There'll be, be great food. There's usually about 600 people there. It's black tie optional. All the details are on pghfilm.org. Pghfilm.org is our website. We're on all the socials. But it's a really fun event. And the reason for it is to not only celebrate our industry, but the Pittsburgh Film Office is a 501c3 nonprofit economic development agency. So this is our lifeblood. We throw a party. We're able to stay open for another year. 
bring in another $150 million and, you know, have some fun doing it at the same time. So love for everybody to come join the fun. Executive Director of the Pittsburgh Film Office, Don Kieser. Thanks for the update, Don. Always. Great to talk with you, Larry. Nice to meet you, too. And have a great, wonderful day. Yeah, Thanks, Susie, you, you want to be in a movie, don't you? <laughs> Doesn't everybody? And Susie, yes. Samantha, we have a special call <laughs> from Canada. From Canada. Yeah. From up north. I love Canada. <laughs> so who do we got? Sean. Hey, Sean. Sean. It's World Radio Day, celebrating what we do here globally. And Ashley and I are ready to go to KDKA, legendary radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, we're just patiently waiting to get the cue that we're on with them. We're here. We're here, Sean. Ashley. Hello, Sean. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the world's first commercial radio station. Yeah, how cool is that? Hi, Canada. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, 19 20, November 2nd. The station's first scheduled programming was presidential elections, and uh, oh. we've been on the air ever since. It's a le- legendary radio station, KDKA, home of the Pittsburgh Penguins, I believe. It's a hockey night in Pittsburgh. Sidney Crosby, <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of famous Canadians here. Mario Lemieux, you may remember him. And, yeah. a, and a long list, Chris Letang and... Some great legendary players have come to Pittsburgh. And by the way, you might check into the history of hockey in Pittsburgh because I believe the first Zamboni ran here. And the first, there's a lot of firsts here in the Berg. Well, Pittsburgh legendary, too. I was a Pittsburgh Pirate fan growing up with uh, Willie Stargell, Dave Parker. Um, we Are Family was kind of the theme. Remember that late 80s, early 90s? Unfortunately, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Susie, not so much. Although, Susie, you've worked in baseball, including for the Pirates. Yeah, I was a Pirates ball girl. Oh, cool. Now, you know, we we hear on occasion, uh, Larry and Susie, that radio is done. It's dead. We disagree here in Canada, and particularly at Quinty Broadcasting. Uh, We know it's not dead. We know we play a vital part in everyday life for most Canadians here that listen to Mix 97. Your thoughts on when people say radio's done? Absolutely not. No, and I've been at this morning show (laughs) for 23 years, so we've gone through several wars and and a lot, and I think it's still important that people have a platform locally where they can get their news and with people they trust. And I think some of how we – uh, share that information has changed. Certainly, social media platforms because you can take us with you with, on an app mm-hmm. now, which mm-hmm. you could never do. You know, obviously, in most of the history of the station, and online, and so it's important that the programming remain, and it's vital. And so, I think we still play a very important role in the community. All right, so good to hear. Go ahead, Ashley. Uh, sorry, uh, Susie. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel it's a little comparative to social media where you can bring your phone everywhere. You're easily able to take in your news. With the apps that they have now with Odyssey, you can listen right into our shows. But also, if you're in the car, like you have a radio in your car, you can just use your radio. You don't have to carry around a TV set. That's why, you know, as much as everybody goes home and watches television, radio is actually more accessible because it's literally with you everywhere you go. Mm hmm. Larry, you mentioned 23 years waking up Pennsylvania. 
and the fine state uh, of Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh, the whole bit. Uh, tell me, what time do you get up, uh, Larry, Ashley, and uh, Kate? Uh, Susie. Susie, we're gonna. Just, I just want to get uh, what time you guys wake up. I so wake we'll start up with you, Larry. Three a.m. every day. Three a.m. Susie. Okay, I'm. I'm not always on the morning show, but today I woke up at three thirty. Um, if I'm not on the morning show, though, I still wake up around five every single day. See, I'm a little later. I wake up around three forty-five, four o'clock. So this is like the Price is Right. So yeah, Larry so. says he wakes up at 3 a.m. I wake up at 2.59 a.m. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. All right, Larry. Hey, listen, thanks for taking our call this morning from Mix 97, one of the legendary radio stations in the world, KDKA in Pittsburgh. First commercial radio yeah. station in the U.S. Wow. No, in the world. In, in the, the world. world. The whole world. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, Ashley, uh, real quick, guys. Ashley had a question. The first song played on commercial radio. See if you can get it. Give the options for oh, our friends. So was it um, Oh Holy Night or The Beatles or was it Rick Astley? <laughs> it had to be. It was Rick Astley's great-grandfather. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. Have a great day in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank thanks you for your interest. We appreciate it. Sean and Ashley from Mix 97. Canada. Don Canada. Hello, Canada. Now you're international, Susie. Wow. Cool. Marty will be with us on Thursday. He's off today and tomorrow. Big warmathon. for Dollar Energy presented by MediConnect. 7 to 3. Marty's going to be anchoring. And his wife, Christine, will come in for a few hours. Rick Dayton will start early. And I'll be here Thursday morning uh, as well. It, it's a it's a great day. Susie Cool is with me in studio from our newsroom. It's it's a really the best part of what Marty does with the Get Marty. Mm-hmm. He utilizes his friendships and relationships to help collectively help people. And I, I do applaud that. He really does use his connections to do a lot of great in the community. That cannot be overshadowed. Uh, I mean... He, all Even around. though he's a pain in the butt, I get it. I admit it. Oh, but I was does. I wasn't going there. <laughs> uh, personally, Marty's always been great to me. However, I you know I I think from what I've seen, he does a great job at using his connections to really help the Pittsburgh community, and I commend him for that. Yeah, that's this Thursday again, seven to three, and we hope you'll be with us for that. One of the big stories, obviously, in the region is the closing. A surprise for many for the Monroeville Convention Center. Rosemary lives in Penn Township. Welcome to the Big K Morning Show. Thank you, Larry and Susie. Good morning. So I assume this affects you in some way, shape, or form. It does. Uh, In the form of my husband has been an avid, avid train collector for the last 50-plus years. Yeah, because he'll be 71 next month. And for many of those years, he's been a train collector. And that convention center in Monroeville has served as the host for weekend train shows for many, many years. And believe it or not, there's still a lot of train lovers in this area, in the Pittsburgh area, whether you're eight or 80, it's just a fun thing to do on a weekend. You can buy trains, you can, you know, sell trains. Um, Again, it's a a huge hobby of his, and uh, it's a venue that's gonna be taken away from them. And it's, I know there's a lot of very, very disappointed train lovers. Yeah, as, as disappointing as it is, you know, for your husband, are there other train conventions that he can look forward to as you hope one turns up soon in the Monroeville area? 
Um, not in Monroeville. Okay. Yeah, there are some. Probably the closest would be the, the old Shriners Hall uh, near Harmerville. Um, they don't go to the convention center because there are so many shows downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's a drive for people out east if you want to fight the, the Parkway East traffic. But, but that venue has been perfect. And having helped him set up for several of those shows over the years, it was just a perfect facility. I mean, I'm not a plant engineer. I can't tell you what shape the facility's in. But mm-hmm. I know, like, they let, pe- they let people, you know, back their cars or their vans in and load their, their stuff and then pull out. I mean, it was, you know, and they had the evening before the show to set up. Mm-hmm. It was very user-friendly, I think, to both attendees and to vendors. I guess my question that comes from this, and I stated this to Larry earlier, I can't imagine, because in my mind, I've never been to the Monroeville Convention Center. I don't know how big it is. The only convention center I have in my mind is the one downtown. Is this space too big for a store like Hobby Lobby to come in and try to provide business? Like, is this going to be a space that's too overzealous for a Hobby Lobby now? Well, in all honesty, Susie, I've never been to a Hobby Lobby, so okay. I-, I would think it would be too big. I mean, I've driven by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a very large one, I think, in the West Mifflin area. Um, I-, I think it's too big to support, you know, one store like that. But it was just, and not just the train shows, but the Comic Con shows and all the other different events they've had there. Uh, the facility would just really be missed. Well, we appreciate you checking in. We'll see what happens next. Uh, if they come up with a plan, maybe somebody's going to put up another facility. But in the meantime, June 1, it's done. So thank you, Rosemary. Right. Thank you, Rosemary. Thank you for an opportunity. Bye bye. You got it. So we'll see. Did you ever go to a Comic-Con show? I have not. But I you got to get out more. I Hey, I got like my three things that I like, and I'm okay with that. Work, something with physical activity of sorts. CrossFit. Yeah, CrossFit or playing a sport, whatever. And my cat muffin. That's good. It's a simple things. <laughs> Little things <laughs> in life. Coming to Pittsburgh is part of the Pittsburgh Speaker Series presented by the University of Pittsburgh and also the Spanos group of Raymond James. This is the fifth speaker of the seven-speaker series, Dr. Lori Santos. And Susie, she is a professor at Yale University. Oh, wow. And she is teaching the most popular course in Yale's history. Is it Taylor Swift? No, it's not about oh, Taylor okay. Swift. There is a yeah. There is a Taylor Swift course. That's where I thought you were going with it. Not not that I know of at Yale. I don't know where that. Yeah, I don't but, know where. But it's I at, did but see that. I thought that that's where. They, it was and they do that, up. like at Indiana University, IUP. Mm-hmm. They teach a Jimmy Stewart, the famous actor. I can confirm. Okay. Taylor can. Swift. No, no, no. The Jimmy Stewart. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You went to IUP. But I think I thought the Taylor Swift one was at um, Harvard. Yeah, this is Yale. I thought, yeah. So Lori is this uh, great professor behind. She's a psychologist. The Psychology of the Good Life. She has a very popular podcast called The Happiness Lab. Okay. And we yeah. talked to her yesterday. She was, I, I, I really enjoyed catching up. So we're going to give away two tickets. And that is, again, Wednesday, February 28th at Heinz Hall. I am your moderator and Really, I've enjoyed doing this series the last 11 years. I've met some amazing people. You ready for a few? I was going to say, who's the most like? Who's the most iconic? Uh, President Clinton. Okay. The first year I was there, it was President Clinton. Uh, and he's 
pretty like, dynamic. Well, also just meeting a president in general, I feel, is pretty big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's been some great people. Uh, Tom Brokaw. I mean, you just go down the list, and it's, wow. Anyway, two tickets, 412-922-1020. Pick a number. Ooh. It's not that hard. Just Eight. Larry, come on. Can you do your Bill Clinton? What's that? Can you do your Bill Clinton impression? Bill Clinton? Mm -hmm. This is my favorite. I just want to say I love Pittsburgh Susie. I'm a big fan of the women of Pittsburgh especially. They got good calves from walking up and down the hills. What? <laughs> Did he say that? Every time I, you talk about Bill Clinton, I have to have Larry do it. It's my favorite. Oh, so silly. So <laughs> it is. So, Yeah. Two tickets right now. Do you know Bill Clinton, Susie? I do, yes. Okay, good. I'm just checking. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.